of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you were lifted up to draw all people to yourself. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You shouldered the cross to bear our suffering and sinfulness. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. You open for your people the way from death into life. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to <coughs> everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. God of power and mercy, you gave your monk and priest, Auburn Rowe, a spirit of joy and light-heartedness in the face of his torments. Give us the grace to imitate his example and to accept cheerfully the sufferings of our lives. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. <coughs> A reading from the second book of Samuel. King David said to Joab and to the senior army officers who were with him, now go throughout the tribes of Israel from Dan to Beersheba and take a census of the people. I wish to know the size of the population. <coughs> Joab gave the king the figures for the census of the people. Israel numbered 800,000 armed men capable of drawing swords, <coughs> and Judah 500,000 men. But afterwards David's heart misgave him for having taken a census of the people. I have committed a great sin, David said to the Lord. But now, Lord, I beg you to forgive your servant for this fault. I have been very foolish. But when David got up the next morning, the following message had come from the Lord to the prophet Gad, David's seer. Go and say to David, the Lord says this, I offer you three things. Choose one of them for me to do to you. So Gad went to David and told him, Are three years of famine to come on you in your country, he said, or will you flee for three months from your pursuing enemy? 
or would you rather have three days pestilence in your country? Now think and decide how I am to answer him who sends me. <clears throat> David said to Gad, this is a hard choice, but let us rather fall into the power of the Lord, since his mercy is great, and not into the power of men. So David chose pestilence. It was the time of the wheat harvest. The Lord sent a pestilence on Israel from the morning till the time appointed, and plague ravaged the people, and from Dan to Beersheba, 70,000 men of them died. The angel stretched out his hand towards Jerusalem to destroy it. But the Lord thought better of this evil, and he said to the angel who was destroying the people, Enough, now withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was beside the threshing floor of Araunah, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was ravaging the people, he spoke to the Lord. It was I who sinned, he said, I who did this wicked thing. But these, this flock, what have they done? Let your hand lie heavy on me then, and on my family. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
teaching in the synagogue and most of them were astonished when they heard him they said where did the man get all this what is this wisdom that has been granted him and these miracles that are worked through him this is the carpenter surely the son of Mary the brother of James and Joseph and Jude and Simon his sisters too are they not here with us and they would not accept him and Jesus said to them a prophet is only despised in his own country among his own relations and in his own house and he could work no miracle there though he cured a few sick people by laying his hands on them he was amazed at their lack of of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. <coughs> Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In the Gospel, Jesus returns to his hometown where his teachings in the synagogue produce skepticism. The local people remember him as a carpenter and know his family. So both his religious wisdom and his mighty word have no plausible origin. They think they know him and so remain without faith. Jesus's power, which is related to faith, is unknown here. And today we keep one of the 17th century English Benedictine martyrs. <clears throat> the hearts of Auburn Row and the other martyrs of this time were touched by the love, the wisdom of God, their faith in God. They came to England from France leaving the conventual life of their monastic profession to spread the gospel in our land. In Auburn's case, he was professed in 1612 and after ordination, he left for the mission 
1615. Like many others of his time, he was a convert. His conversion came about through a visit to a Catholic prisoner at St Albans, which unsettled his religious views. Like others of that time, he showed great courage and perseverance by being imprisoned several times. We learn of Auburn's courage, joy, and of his desire to spread the gospel, as we heard in our opening prayer. The Benedictine martyrs of this time had great faith. They accepted their fate and suffering with serenity, love and joy. They went to their death strengthened by their life of prayer and also by the prayers of their communities. We, the successors of those 17th century monks, share in that great tradition of prayer and mission to spread the gospel in the witness we give in our personal lives, in our life of prayer and in our service to others. <clears throat> With confidence in God's concern and love for us, we place our needs and prayers, as well as those of the Church and of the world, before him. For bishops, priests and deacons, may they bring the good news to those entrusted to them to the care in a spirit of love and understanding. Lord, hear us. For ourselves, may we listen to God's invitation and may we have the courage that our martyrs display to proclaim the good news to the world through the holiness of our lives and the commitment of our service. Lord, hear us. For those who have asked for our prayers, May the Father watch over them and be their guide in times of difficulty. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who have died recently, especially those known to us, may they find the risen Lord to be their help and their shield. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. In prayer we turn to Mary, the help of all Christians. As we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen. Lord God, we ask you with confidence to listen to these prayers of your humble servants and to grant them out of your infinite mercy and compassion. 
we make them as we make all our prayers through Christ our Lord. Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. We offer you sacrificial gifts, O Lord, to commemorate your blessed martyr Auburn Roe, whom no temptation could separate from the unity of the body of Christ who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and eternal God. For the blood of your blessed martyr Auburn, poured out like Christ's to glorify your name, shows forth your marvellous works, by which in our weakness you perfect your power, and on the feeble bestow strength to bear you witness through Christ our Lord. And so with the powers of heaven we worship you constantly on earth, and before your majesty, without end, we acclaim. Sanctus, Sanctus, Sanctus Dominus Deus Abbas, Terra, Gloria Tua, Osana in Benedictus qui venit in nomine Domini, Osana 
To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis our Pope and all those who holding to the truth hand on the Catholic and Apostolic faith. Remember Lord your servants and all gathered here whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon and Jude, Linus, Cletus, Clement, Sixtus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Chrysogenus, John and Paul, Cosmas and Damien, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service and that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, Jesus, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice, in his holy and venerable hands and once more giving you thanks he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples saying take this all of you and drink from it for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant 
which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gifts that you have given us this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us, who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants who have gone before us with a sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, those sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord, who sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, forever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, 
I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and ever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant a peace and unity.